Wow, look at the saliva coming off of that character's uh, teeth. That enhances the story. Thank goodness this is not a visual medium. This is a touch of crass. My name's Matt. My name's Colin. It's post-Thanksgiving indigestion. And uh, we've also got uh, a retraction that we have to issue. Nothing gets a bunch of seats like uh, retractions. That's right. Uh, and we've also got an outrageous fan theory. We're going to break it down because it's garbage. That's uh, what it is. I, I disagree. Uh, we'll get to well, it very, then, very soon. Well, then you're garbage. Hey, now. You just... You just... We'll open up the mail sack as well, and, uh, and we're going to start it off with the old, uh, well, you know what I'm talking about, the... Uh, what you drinking? Now, we've got to get right to it, because yeah. because this is... Uh, oof. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we've had, we, we featured many Four Locos on the show yes, before. Just when we think we're done with them, there's no more, we find the unearthed more of these because you've got to think the business model of four loco is eh, just keep releasing different ones until you know people quit buying them all together which is bound to happen eventually they'll get all terrible they'll get the wallpaper paste flavor and that's like okay i think we're done finally making flavors so they're running out of they're running out of ideas because this week's uh what you drinking is four loco gold Yes. What the fuck does that mean? No, Four loco gold. Nowhere on the can does it give a flavor. You know, all the others, uh, they, they actually say what the hell it is. And like every Four loco, you got to tell the 14-year-olds who are reaching for this. It says uh, across the top, uh, four times contains alcohol. On the back, the big Wee ID. Uh, uh, Although this one is a little bit different because this one is 14% alcohol oh by volume. God, 14%? All the others have been like 12 and those have been nasty. They said, no, we want more nasty. All right, let's open this up. All right. Uh, I, I kind of cracked it near my face, so it, uh, no, ma- n- no wonder I uh, smelled it. It, it smells sweet. Yeah. All right, so I'm pouring it out, and it looks like beer. I mean, it looks it, like... It looks gold. Uh, and maybe by calling it Four loco Gold, they didn't have to say what it tasted like. Yeah, I guess. like It, it kind of smells like cider. No, it smells like energy drink. You smell think? it. It smells like monster energy drink. It does. You're right. You are absolutely right. Oh, my God. Is this is this them reclaiming their former original glory when they put uh, taurine in it? But don't you think that they would have to put that on the container itself? They would absolutely have Wouldn't to have Wouldn't they have to there. put that on there? Maybe the, maybe this is like gold as for the golden era of Four Loco. That's what they're referring to, perhaps. Looking on the back here, and uh, it, it says serving size, five fluid ounces, servings per container. F- almost five. <laughs> four and three quarters. Who's going to drink just just five ounces of this? No one opens it up and says, I'll put that in the refrigerator. I'll save that for later. Yeah. No, no, one's, one, no one shares a can no of Four Loco. No one's responsibly drinking Four Loco. Yeah. Once you've bought Four Loco, you're pretty much saying you're irresponsible. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's 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 try this thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in for a sip. Get in there. Tell, let me know if it tastes just like Monster Energy Drink. It does. It absolutely tastes like an yeah. energy drink. It doesn't taste like... Like it tastes like energy drink with alcohol, but not with like vodka. Just oh god, it tastes like energy drink with so much alcohol. Oh, oh god. Jesus! I can feel my stomach burning. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. I can feel it in my stomach. That's what it tastes like. It tastes like it tastes like Monster Energy Drink with way too much alcohol in it. Oh my god! My body only may be able to handle five ounces of this. I'm not sure. Uh, so four loco gold. 
Uh, just as awful as any other Four loco we've had on the show. Yeah. And just as irresponsible. Four loco baby aspirin. That's what they should call it. Because <laughs> that's what it tastes like. Uh, well, against my better judgment, thank you, Four loco for uh, providing uh, <laughs> this week's segment. For making more poison and dumbing down the trailer parks to their already low IQ levels. Good job. flagellate later. Uh, they um, won't pull out now. There'll be more of them. Good job, Four loco <laughs> uh, No, last week was uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, and so uh, this week's sponsor is Thanksgiving related. Got leftovers? Sell them to Martha's Leftovers. Hi, I'm Martha. Sell me your old food. Come on in for our two-for-one green bean casserole after Thanksgiving deals. It might be a little mushy in your mouth, but some people like it that way. Oh. God. All right. Hey, everybody's got way too much. I went to a Thanksgiving dinner um, uh, on Thanksgiving Day where they made me, because they knew I was coming, yeah. and they knew that I liked uh, 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 butternut squash. They're like, ah, Matt likes butternut squash. We'll make a butternut squash dish. And nobody else ate it but me. <laughs> it was this huge casserole. They made it just for me. Nobody else ate it. There was already way too much food. Oh, it's like uh, my father-in-law for Christmas. They always make uh, oyster stuffing. Just him and his siblings eat it, and... No one else would because it's disgusting. It's like a like oyster, oyster stuffing is like a moral object lesson more than it is a meal or a food. <laughs> it's like, can you force this down your gullet without wincing or hurling? Some traditions just need to go away, like racism. <laughs> That's what oyster stuffing is, the food equivalent of racism. <laughs> I'm proud to say that I had four Thanksgiving meals and I was able to avoid turkey at every one of them. Really? I was. Oh. Turkey was there every time I said, fuck off. I had Give three. me the stuffing. I had three, and the turkey was delicious at all three. Usually that's not the case. One place I had, it was just a half a plate of macaroni and cheese and half a plate of stuffing. It was the fucking best. Uh, it's time to open it up, huh? What's in the mail sack? Ha! Tonight's mail sack came in through the website, a touch of crass. Dot net. That's an easy website to remember. Yeah, but if you want to, you know, you don't want to leave a comment. So, well, send us an email. Mailsack at a touch of dot net. Well, what if you've only got about 140 characters worth of a question or comment on the show? Well, good news. There is a format that is only 140 characters in which to display your opinion, thought, comment. We're on Twitter, a touch of crass. Okay. Super, super fucking easy. So this was a comment on the website, which is very easy to make, and you can make it uh, pretty pretty anonymously. Yeah. If you don't write into the show, the only real reason is because you're a whaler and you have to go murder these innocent animals that have nothing to you just so we can get some perfume or whatever bullshit you monsters do. Yeah, don't be a whaler. Write into the show. Yeah. Anyway, this one comes from Superfan Brian. Left the comment on the site, generous folk. Uh, he writes... Cullen, you've never been more wrong. <laughs> thank you, Brian. I don't even know what the rest is, but thank you. Yeah. Of course you use the boxer slit at a urinal. <laughs> the only time it's acceptable to take your pants down to pee yes! is if you are a toddler. Okay, so last week, uh, we, we opened up the show with the fact that last Monday I put my boxers on backwards and I didn't notice until I was standing at a urinal fumbling for the slit. Mm -hmm. Where the hell is it? I can't find it. I was like, did it disappear? Did I put them on backwards? And sure enough, 
I had put them on backwards. So you're either too bullheaded or too stupid to lower the waistbands. But 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 that that happened last week, and you presented this argument that you know you don't use the slit. This slit no, is and useless. I also don't like drop my pants to my ankles. I don't do that. You'd- what do you think, people that wear uh like like jockey shorts do, or you know like briefs? <laughs> they don't like fish their penis through that fold in the fabric. You know, they got like, okay, hang on, let me Some get Some people my- do that with briefs. That's why I asked if you wore briefs last week, because I'm like, I wouldn't mess with that either. Who would do that? You're fisting your underwear to do that. There's no button. It's just sliding your of, hand through and snaking your- A lot of wrangling, a lot of fabric down there. You got to get everything passed. But with boxers, you just open up the gap, pull it out, and you're good to go in about three seconds. The best way, the universal way to do it, you just lower your waistband enough to pull out the hog so it can do its business, and then you put it back in the corral and you go home. Now I'm glad that you disclaimed that you don't that you don't pull your pants down to your ankles like a like a toddler. <laughs> exactly because but who would do that? I would. I will tell you who would do that. So uh, where I used to work, there is a restroom that is like a one person only restroom with a lock on the door. And mm-hmm. there was someone who was there uh, who, who, who you know, has been there a long time, is well-respected in the building. And uh, I walked to the restroom, mm-hmm. and I opened the door because the door is always closed. Yeah. Uh, and if it's locked, if there's someone in there, you can't open it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy forgot to lock it. I open the door, and I see his bare ass with his pants around his ankles. He's pissing at the urinal like a toddler. And this is a grown man in his 50s with his pants around his ankles, pissing at the urinal. He did not notice that it was me, but he knew that someone came in and saw. I will I will tell you this. I went through a, a similar... That's what I was picturing you doing when you were talking about this. I went through a similar experience myself, uh, unintentionally. I was on the, uh, not your side of the story, but the guy's side of the story at the urinal. We were, like, joking about it, like, at a party... And, you know, about like, uh, about going to the, you know, using the urinal and like dropping your pants like around your ankles. And I was like, ah, because that's kind of how you were taught as a kid. Yeah. And I was just, I was just like, oh, that's funny. I'll just do that because the door was, I thought the door was locked and I don't care. I'm just by myself. Turns out the door wasn't locked. I forgot. Someone walked in. He's like, oh, oh, sorry. You were just doing it for the, uh, for the, for the hedonistic pleasure of it. Just, I'm five again. Whee! Just on a lark. Meanwhile, this motherfucker probably thinks there's a weirdo I, that works in the same building that hangs ass when he pees, and that is not the case. I have not done it since, and that because of that experience, I wouldn't have done it since because I'm a grown man. Well, I am thankful that uh, that Brian wrote in uh, 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 with that uh, mail sack. And uh, if you've got a similar comment on the show, be sure to post a comment at uh, touchofcrass.net or send it to mailsack at a touchofcrass.net or tweet us at a touchofcrass. Don't be a whaler. Write in. Uh, it's time to check in with Martha's Leftovers again. Got leftovers? Sell them to Martha's Leftovers. Why does everyone hate dark meat so much? <laughs> we got more dark meat than a Lexington Steel feature. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a lot, too. That's a lot. I mean, that's a lot. So it's over a foot <laughs> of meat. <laughs> 
All right, so last week uh, we we brought you the story of Futa Peak, who is a, a Vietnamese uh, student living in Australia, uh, who 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 claimed that his name was Futa Peak, which looks in English like "fuck that bitch," P H U C D A T B I C H. Yeah, phonetically, sure. And uh, and we were defending him because he got in this whole thing with Facebook because Facebook deleted his account or deactivated his account because they didn't think it was his real name. And he posted pictures of his uh, like passport and stuff that, that had Futapik written on it. And one of the executives at Facebook issued an official apology. And then some people did some more digging. And the day we released the episode, the day we released the episode, there was a news story that essentially said this is not the case. This guy's name is not Futapik. A kid that he went to graduate school with recognized him and said, that's not this motherfucker's name. It's this, uh, which was another, you know, Vietnamese sounding name, but it was in no way uh, uh, offensive or silly. So what you're saying is that our, our fact checkers failed us is what you're saying. Uh, well, I, I suppose. Hang on. I fucking. What, what, what are you doing? Fucking. No, hold on. No, hold on. It's not. It's not his fault. It's Ronaldo, not... you're out. No, hold on! Wait, wait, wait! No, we Pack need up your him. Things. I don't care about your fa- You're done. Oh my You're god! Done. I don't care about your family. That was really that was. They'll get jobs. Hope was, they're better than you. You hey, was, is that necessary? Do you really think that's necessary, Ronaldo? Hold on. No. Is no. that necessary? Out. Well, how? Who's gonna do it? I guess we should have checked the facts on on him. God damn it. Anyway, so uh, Futapik is not his real name, and uh, we apologize for the error. Uh, so keep listening for more ill-informed journalism right here at A Touch of Crass. <laughs> uh, Cullen, so you and I have talked a little bit about this fan theory that has been uh, going around. Uh, it was it was initially posted on Reddit uh, by uh, user Lumpawaru, um, and this post... Which was extremely well written, I thought, and very well put together. Uh, if you don't know how Reddit works, if there's a really good post, then users will give you gold, which they have purchased in order to fund the site. You know, so Reddit is is driven by users, and it's also funded by users uh, in part by purchasing gold and giving it to you know really well written or you know uh, timely posts that are relevant. Um, and so this post got 28 gold. Which is pretty outrageous. Like, if you see a post with two or three gold, that's mm-hmm. a big deal. 28 people said, all right, I'm giving gold to this post. 28 people wasted their money. Mm, okay. <laughs> and uh, so I- I'm convinced. I- I- I'm not 100% convinced, but I think that this guy has some really good points. You are not at all convinced. I'm on the side of sanity. <laughs> so that brings us to yet another... Debate Corner. We haven't done a debate corner on A Touch of Crass in a long, long time, and I think that it's a great idea to do one tonight. Yes. I, I, I cannot wait to, to punch the holes in this flimsy, flimsy theory that this moron has spent way too much time not only thinking about, but writing. All right. So, uh, here is the theory. The theory is that Jar Jar Binks... Known moron to the galaxy. Is in fact a highly skilled force user in terms of his uh, martial ability and mind control, which is uh, essentially the opening line of this post. So Jar Jar Binks, who So we from all, the start, he's trolling people. We all hated Jar Jar Binks. When we first saw episode one, we were like, who the fuck is this? 
we saw him all over the promotional material leading up to the movie and we're like, all right, so this guy's going to be a big deal. You know, he was the face of so much of the merchandise. He's in the movie for, I think, an hour or pretty close to an hour. Yeah, he's in so many scenes. George Lucas, I think, wanted to make Jar Jar Binks a really significant character, and indeed he was throughout the prequels, but I think that he was meant to be way more significant according to this theory. And I and and, and knowing what I know about George Lucas and how much he adored putting together this character, I think that there's a lot of merit to this argument. The the things that George Lucas loves are are, are physical comedy and burp sounds. <sighs> So he's not really the source you want to go to for the funny stuff. Well, let's start from the beginning. All right. So toward the beginning of Star Wars Episode One, when after he's met the two Jedi, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, he uh, leads them to the, the you know, the, un, the, the the underwater city. You mean the, he, pl- the place where the race of morons live known as the Gungans. Yeah. When he finds the pond where you, you know, swim down to the city, the Gungan city, he executes a 20-foot leap. He jumps up in the air and he twists and he somersaults and he dives down. Now, initially, when you first see this, you're like, all right, so this guy's another species. He he's you know he swims, so maybe he does do this crazy jumping. Uh, but he's also humanoid. So we pass it off as, oh, so he's got some, you know, weird alien abilities. I don't really care. But if this were a human, you would think, God, this guy's got to be a Jedi. That was a force jump, right? Right, and he wasn't human, as shown by the enormous floppy ears on his back, the fucking horse mouth that he had in the front of his stupid face, the snail-like eyes poking out of his head. All right, so, so it's pretty clear that he has different uh, abilities so we, than a human being. So we write that off. Okay, he's also amazingly successful, even though he looks at nothing. At, at no, nothing. Now hold on. Look at the battles. Look at the battles. Every mistake that he made, you know, from from letting the Boombas roll onto the battlefield, has always resulted in some kind of success. The the Boombas hit the battle droids. You know, he 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 tripped over a battle like a broken battle droid and made it fire upon other battle droids by like j- tripping around and walking around. He tried. You know, aggressively to get it off of him, but he was too stupid to reach down and pull its hand off his fucking foot. So as viewers, we attribute that to dumb luck, all right? It is. It's called failing upward. That's what he did the entire time on the screen. So that aside, okay, he looks like a bumbling idiot. Because he is. There is a martial art known as like drunken fist, where you you look like you're incapacitated, but you use your your drunkenness to confuse uh, your enemy, and you use the drunken motions to add momentum to your strikes. So it's a very intentional martial art. Which he does not possess. It was never established that he used this, so if it's not on the screen, it didn't fucking happen. Yeah, but you got to think about 1999 and the level of animation that was required to, to, to create this character. Like, every movement has to be intentional. And when you break it down and you know a little bit about uh, the drunken fist martial arts, you see specific moves that are almost taken exactly from that style of fighting. 
you see you, you not only moves, but you see uh, principles based upon it. You know, confusing the enemy, confusing the audience. He wasn't confusing anything. This was a character that was so stupid and clumsy that his own society ejected him from their city. Have you ever heard of someone that is so stupid that they say, you know what? You're too stupid for us. And our leader talks like this. It's not apparent that he has any kind of like MS. He's just a fucking asshole. All right, so how about this? Jar Jar is a master of Jedi mind control. Oh my God. Think about this. All right, and this is directly from Lumpalwaru's post on Reddit. He says, Two experienced Jedi on a serious mission would never actually bring someone that stupid along with them. No character that idiotic would ever really be made a general. They certainly wouldn't or be a made Jedi. a senator. How could anyone like Jar Jar convince the entire galaxy to abandon democracy? Remember, it was Jar Jar whose idea it was to usher in the Empire, essentially. How is it possible that there are so many people in Congress and in Senate that people just seem to just just don't like them because they don't agree with their viewpoints, and yet somehow they keep getting elected? Well, maybe there are Sith Lords in our government system. Who knows? So Jedi... Uh, use signs like telltale signs when they're using Jedi mind trick, the waving of the hand, you know what I mean? Something like that. When you look at any time Jar Jar was promoted in some way or had some sort of major plot movement uh, associated with him directly, there's some kind of a f like a hand motion or something. When you look at his uh, promotion to Bombad General, he was waving his hand. He's waving his hand toward his promotion to the Senate. He's waving his hand to the entire Galactic Senate, ushering in the death of democracy. Maybe he just has some kind of f f some form of Gungan Parkinson's that has <laughs> devoured his mind and, you know, kind of like fucked with his motor skills. That's what it is. He probably has MS. He has Gungan MS. And you know why I think that? Because it holds but, as much weight as this fucking stupid fucking theory. Because it's but, based on nothing now, but, other than just fucking what if. I challenge you. I challenge you to rewatch the prequels with the idea that Jar Jar is a manipulative, dark character. And just look at it that way. Here's what I think happened. And here's what Lumpelwaru has convinced me uh, uh, might have happened. I think that George Lucas had this major arc that he created for Jar Jar Binks. You know, he created Jar Jar Binks thinking, okay, this guy's gonna be a major character. Let's put him on everything. Let's put him on the cereal box. Let's put him on the home game. Let's put him on, you know, all of the action figure boxes. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the face of episode one. The Phantom Menace. You know who else was on everything? Who? Darth Maul. Well, yeah, you know, he's a the cool guy that was character. Exactly. He was in there for five fucking minutes. The amount of merchandise he is on does not correlate to how important he is to the fucking story. Yes, but George Lucas said so himself before episode one was even released that he wanted the prequels to mirror the original trilogy. You know, so he wanted the same kind of themes, the, 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 the hero's journey and everything like that. So that leads us to believe that maybe there uh, would be a creature like Yoda that was brought upon that seemed innocent to begin with and ended up being formidable by the end. 
And yeah. perhaps that creature was Jar Jar Binks. If that were the case, then it should have been displayed in the movies. That was never shown in the movies. Right, because the vitriol against Jar Jar Binks was so strong after episode one. George Lucas saw how much fans hated Jar Jar Binks, and he was like, okay, so we're going to pull this whole Jar Jar Binks thing back, and we'll figure out another role for him for the rest of the movies. Which leads me to believe that he's not an important character. But look at how hollow... Uh, a character Count Dooku is. There's a character there with basically zero significance, and he and he just seems flat. He was just a puppet. That's all he is. I can get behind that. I understand that. What I don't understand is why you would have a massive idiot in charge of anything constantly through these movies. Again, he fails upwards. How often have we seen this? How many people have we worked with that we know fail upward. They're just in the right place at the right time, and the right people see them doing something on the rare instance where they get something correct. Jedi mind trick. Jedi mind trick. I'm not saying that it's a real thing, but in the Star Wars universe, it is. So um, look at it this way. Palpatine and Jar Jar are from the same planet, which Lumpururu, the the poster on Reddit, says is like growing up next door to somebody. So they're from Naboo, the same planet. So that may lead us to think that maybe they were in cahoots with each other. Maybe they trained with each other. Maybe he was under the influence of Palpatine to affect mass change on the galaxy in order for him to take power. Do you know how I know that's not true? Because it was never shown in the fucking movies. It was never shown. Sure it was. No, it wasn't. No, it was. No, 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 no that fucking Jar Jar. happened. No, it was Jar Jar who ushered in the death of democracy. Yeah, because Palpatine said, hey, you know what would be a good idea, you fucking dum-dum? Try this. I would believe more that Palpatine used a Jedi mind trick on him to convince the Senate to, you know, hey, we should, you know, give, you know, Palpatine all the power. I would believe that. I would believe it if Jar Jar wasn't so fucking stupid because he can't be controlled because he's the equivalent of fucking mental fungus. <laughs> All right. Disney bought Star Wars. Okay. Do you think that they're really going to just ignore the prequels and not 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 take some of those characters and give them some sort of significance in the new movies? There's so much intellectual property there. I know they won't because the people that make those movies don't care for Jar Jar because no one does. The only people that like him are people that barely watch Star Wars, are complete fucking idiots, and George Lucas. Well, but think about the people who saw the prequels in their formative years. They've probably got a different opinion than we do. We saw Star Wars what we consider to be the good movies in our formative years. There are pro- there are probably plenty of people who think Star Wars is, are, are, are terrible movies. That's like saying, hey, let's make a sequel to Goonies. And you know who's going to be the star? <laughs> Sloth. We'll make him the star because everyone loves Sloth. No, they don't. He served a purpose and that was fucking it. He shouldn't be in it anymore. He's done. He's had his time. We're my, done with Sloth. My We're done with point, Jar Jar. My whole point here is George Lucas had big plans for Jar Jar Binks. And then when the fans said that they hated him, he was like, okay, I got to scramble and figure this out. I only got two more years to make this next movie. I believe that... And then episode two sucked. And episode three was just okay. Episode... He could have redeemed... Episode two at least had... It had more of a story than the first one. I will say that about episode two. Episode two used to be my least favorite. And then you realized there was no protagonist in the first one, and then you didn't like it anymore.
All right, so Lumpawaru concludes, we're going a little long on this, but Lumpawaru concludes that Jar Jar Binks is Supreme Leader Snoke. All right, so you know who Supreme Leader Snoke is. I guess yes. he's the shadow figure in uh, in the upcoming episode seven. Yeah, uh, and he's the the ultimate baddie who's using played by Andy Serkis. Yeah, Andy Serkis, who who's uh, who is a mo mocap actor uh, uh, who played what, maybe maybe the best, maybe the best uh, mo motion capture actor. Teaches in classes on it. He's so fucking good. Yeah, he's he's magnificent, and so he plays Supreme Leader Snoke. Uh, and I don't know that I agree with Lumpawaru on this. I don't think that Disney would be so silly as to uh, uh, as to reinvigorate Jar Jar Binks, a character nobody wants any more of than they've already got. Uh, but I, I I think that he's got an interesting fan argument here. I don't think that he's Supreme Leader Snoke, but I do think that the intention was there from the beginning from George Lucas to make Jar Jar Binks way more of a significant character than he already is. I will agree that he initially planned to make him more important. I will refute everything he says because none of it was in the movie. <laughs> You're reading into things. If those things were supposed to be in the movie, they would have been. This You're pulling shit out of your ass. Jar Jar Binks is just a fucking idiot and a waste of everyone's time. It's surface level. Don't read into it. This That's is, it. This has been another debate corner. All right. It's time to check in with Martha's Leftovers one more time. Got leftovers? Sell them to Martha's Leftovers. Got too much stuffing? Pull it out of that turkey's ass and sell it to us for a reasonable amount of money. <laughs> All right. Well... Uh, you want to you wanna get rid of your uh, leftovers for cash? Delicious discount. I, I'm assuming it's discount food. It's secondhand food, so it has to be discounted. I'm going to guess that it is. Uh, Martha's Leftovers is who you want to talk to. Hey, it's time to give it a spin. Wheel of This is the part where we spin the wheel and end the show. Get after it. Happen. Cullen gives Matt $5. Oh, Motherfucker. Fuck we're it. almost caught up. We're almost even. So almost. hand it over. All right, fucking. Well, with this, I declare that I was the winner of Debate Corner. I'm not going to concede just yet. Let's wait God. until after the movie comes out. I promise you, I will bet you another $5 that not only will Jar Jar Binks not be in the movie, he won't be mentioned. Because why would he? Okay, Fuck, he might be mentioned. I'll give you that. I will concede that he but will not be context? in it. in what context? In what context? They might refer to him as that guy from Naboo that ruined everyone's life. <laughs> they might refer to him as that. What did we learn tonight? We learned that uh, Jar Jar Binks is a big pile of shit. Uh, we also learned that you have peed like a toddler in your adult years. Uh, I, I, I'm sure the, the man that saw my bottom was marginally aroused. That's, that's on him. Wow. Uh, for Loco, stop making stuff. <laughs> You're not good at it. I mean, you can distribute the fuck out of something. Find something good and distribute that. You fucking monsters. Uh, this has been a touch of Christ. My name's Matt. My name's Colin. Ronaldo, I will avenge you. 